1: Today's episode is brought to you by Checkfront, the booking platform trusted by over 5,000 tour and activity operators around the world. You can start your own free 21-day trial over at Checkfront.com.
0: Welcome to the Tourpreneur Podcast. Travel industry veteran Shane Whaley will take you on a journey with fellow tourpreneurs, sharing their tips, ideas, insights, and success stories to inspire you to make your tour business the best it can be. And now, here is your host, Shane Whaley.
1: And welcome, Brian Kane, to episode 82 of the Tourpreneur Podcast. Brian is the man behind CrawlNewOrleans.com. How are you, Brian? I'm very well, Shane. Thank you very much for having me. So how are things? Because you're based in New Orleans, correct? Correct. So what's the what's the latest down there in terms of lockdown? So
0: it's actually a pretty interesting day today. The mayor is going going to speak based on what the first phase one will be and when that will be. So there's a lot of uh, anticipation for what she has to say, actually.
1: What's your uh, gut instinct telling you?
0: I think that we'll see another potentially two weeks of a stay-at-home order Mm. and then another announcement as we'll move forward. I think that the tour industry here will be one of the last things that's able to come back. Um, based on it being in the French Quarter, which is, you know, for those that haven't been here, they're tight streets, everyone's really close together. So I, I think that, and that would probably be a good thing, but I assume it'll be a few months before we really see uh, tour operators allowed to fully function.
1: So you were sharing with me that before COVID hit, you were seeing 300% growth month over month. So, you know, fantastic numbers, in what you were, you're achieving down there in New Orleans and then COVID hit. So you're down to 0% hit with a double whammy, actually a triple whammy, if we look at it, because you're hit with that. Plus, you know, your tours is, is nightlife tours, correct? So you, you work with a lot of pubs and, and restaurants. And so of course you've got tourism, you've then got restaurants that are hit. So that's the double whammy. And then the triple whammy is you were due to open in Nashville.
0: Correct. I was actually in Nashville on March fifth, sixth, seventh, signing papers and having agreements with venues on a an April twenty fifth launch was meant to be the first tour in Nashville. So, yes, triple whammy is probably the best way to put it.
1: Yes, and unfortunate, of course. But tell me, walk us through how how do you deal with that? You know, that's three hits you're getting there, and we're all suffering here in... And- the tour operator sector, but how how are you personally coping with that?
0: So I like to always think of, you know, the glass half full mentality. Mm -hmm. It's really something that's out of all of our control. So we have two options. We can complain and play victim and not be constructive in how to use this time wisely to come out constructively or Exactly the latter. We can look at it and say, well, everyone's affected by this. It actually kind of levels the playing field for everyone. And we now have time to focus on the things that perhaps we weren't focusing on based on our day-to-day operations with all the tasks that go into, you know, having uh, guests and tours running. So for me personally, you know, I'm just allowing this time uh, to work on those things. You know, a lot of SEO, uh, we're redoing our website right now. So, and the the Nashville thing is obviously just 100% on hold and it will delay it. I'm anticipating eight to 12 months delay on a launch there just based on focusing on New Orleans specifically being the market where we've just been growing so quickly. And we're now, you know, a name that's uh, getting a lot of recognition here in the tour industry so i just want to focus on that specifically before i overextend you know to nashville because the ball was rolling here and now it's not so start to kind of you know push that you know formidable snowball down the hill slowly again
1: and how long have you been operational in new orleans uh just over a
0: year so we would have uh Hit our first tour was March 1st, 2019. Yeah. So we just had crossed over a year in, in New Orleans when, when this all came down.
1: And how, do you, how are you competitive in New Orleans? Because I, I've been to your city many times. I'm a huge fan. And admittedly, I've never been on a nightlife tour because I'm too old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but how how do you how do you remain competitive in what's you know a very uh very busy market for people looking for nightlife tours I imagine
0: for a number of reasons uh one small tangent um I've been in this space for a decade I started uh working for someone that ran nightlife tours in Las Vegas in uh in the beginning of 2011 and then from there I kind of watched the scale of that company uh, go all over the world so I've worked in Ibiza, Spain, Miami, San Diego, uh, London, England, uh, Australia. So I've kind of seen the evolution of this type of tour specifically. And I think that New Orleans specifically had never seen anything like what we do or the implementation of it. So yeah. when, when we first opened, it was a bit strange for people. And there was a lot of pushback in, okay, that's not possible in New Orleans. And then just just my dedication and uh, trust trust in the process, I think, is what allowed us to uh, to excel. Um, we do really uh, well with social media marketing mm. because specifically to touch on what you said, you've never really done a nightlife tour based on your age. Yes. And I think that in New Orleans, a lot of tour companies market specifically to 40 plus, mm. where I specifically target to 35 and under. So I think that, you know, our tours aren't sold in the what to see and what to do stand or tourist center with a pamphlet. Most of our bookings come from someone saw our video or an Instagram story or an advert in that space and then kind of purchased based on that.
1: Yeah, I understand. And I would love to invite you back on the show once we're out of this mess and you know deep dive into your business, because I think you've got a lot of knowledge to share there, especially from your travels around the world. I guess a question I would have for you, Brian, is when we get into, so hopefully things will open up in the next couple of weeks for you in New Orleans, how will you go about reassuring nervous travelers? Because obviously you're not... Um, an outside walking tour or something that's outdoors where you can social distance or physical distance, sorry, quite easy. You know, some of the venues that you're taking people into are probably smaller bars and restaurants and and nightclubs, et cetera. So I imagine that you're going to have to do quite a lot of reassuring.
0: Absolutely. So we do actually have tours that exist outside. In addition Mm -hmm. to our, we're well known for, you know, our party tours, pub crawl, club crawl, but we have two different haunted tours that we, that we run. And that's what we'll test the market with specifically when we're able to run tours and start to implement little things with, you know, the tour community here is really hands-on and we obviously have, you know, a Facebook group similar to tourpreneur Facebook yeah. group where we talk about, you know, pods of people who are quarantining together and keeping distance from pod to pod while we're, while outside Uh, I think the implementation of that will be a test as to how any tour company in this market will move forward. The, the pub tour, uh, the food tour that we do and then the nightclub tour, I think that we're, we're months away from realistically being able to do uh, tours that aren't private Yeah. for those just, just based on exactly what you said, you know, some of these bars and, and pubs are, are quite small, so the social distancing in there. I'm I'm curious to see what the regulations will be coming down from our governor and our mayor on how they will even be able to, to operate on their own without a company like us, you know, coming into their to their venue.
1: Yeah, it's it's impossible for me to imagine Bourbon Street with people social distancing.
0: <laughs> it just doesn't. It's. It seems like it's not, a, not in the cards.
1: Our, our biggest win we felt with Checkfront is customers being able to book online and not have to make that phone call to us. And they can just navigate our website, go through your interface, and just book directly with us. Once we get into it, and once they, once they see all the system can do, it's, it's quite funny, because you kind of see a the, 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 the world open behind them before them. And they're like, oh my god, and I can send emails, and I can manage how many people come, and I can check them in. I'd recommend using Checkpoint because it's simple, it's straightforward, it's easy to use, and most importantly, there are never any problems. And I do wonder, and again, there's no data, it's way too early for this, but you know, with, with your demographic being younger, my feeling is, and it's just opinion, is that the younger, so millennials up, won't be as bothered about this. And I think they will be more resilient and they will travel and they'll want to experience things. Maybe people 45 plus will have concerns, but I I feel your demographic are going to be those who will uh, throw caution to the wind a bit.
0: I agree. I've thought a lot about that specifically in, you know, I think that the the probably 24 to 30 age range, I think will be the first to kind of really jump back into travel um based on income i think that 24 is that break where people kind of have a little bit more disposable income to take a trip and additionally i think they'll be they'll be ready to test the waters mm-hmm. my my concern and uh, small fear is getting into this too quickly and then yes. having the the relapse and having things shut down again right so i'm i'm okay with allowing this to last till the end of July or into August to make sure that we don't have another wave that will really cause fear in, I think everyone in traveling potentially for a long, for a long time afterwards.
1: Yeah. You're a wise man. And I try not to get political on the show, but when you see some of the protesters right now and here in Vermont, our governor is being slaughtered by a certain section of the population with demanding he opens everything back up. But I'm like, come on, you know, we're all hurting, you know, we're all hurting. We all want to get back to normal, but this has to be done in a conservative measured with a small C (laughs) measured way.
0: I completely agree Um, to touch on that. Our governor is being a little bit more proactive with allowing things to open. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: our mayor specifically went against what he said and said, we're not going to do that in uh, Orleans Parish. And so the governor spoke yesterday about rolling out phase one this coming Friday. And our mayor, like I spoke on earlier, mm-hmm. will mention, we'll talk today about it. What Orleans parish will do. I like the idea that she's being very cautious about yes. it because this will be a hot spot as it once was thanks to Mardi Gras and St. Patrick's day and all of that. You know, yeah. I would rather us wait so that the numbers here don't, explode and put that fear back in back in people. So I'm being very, very patient with it. And I think that it's a a good move um, to be so
1: cautious. I agree. I understand you're offering uh, free virtual tours.
0: We are. Yes. So we're doing them on Sunday night via our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash crawl new Orleans. And it's a it's a live tour. However, there's like stock footage. So um, we have like drone footage and we've had someone walk the actual route that we do. And then a bit of like a presentation and slideshow as well. In addition to that. So, you know, our guide is doing free tours. They're about 30 minutes long. He tries to do two uh, ghost stories each week, which are different each week to kind of encourage listeners to potentially come back. And we want to do them short because we know there's a lot of entertainment options right now. So I think, getting someone's attention for 45 minutes to an hour right now is really difficult. So, um, it's, I think it's really cool. And I mean, I guess I would say that as, you know, the owner of the company, but it's live. So anyone that types in a question, he's answering questions and he's acknowledging who's in the room. Um, but there, it isn't just looking at someone talking about a story and no context, you know? So it does actually let you feel like you're in new Orleans and it's not a YouTube video that you could rewatch over and over there is a bit of interaction in it. So yeah, every, every Sunday night, it's just, I think a cool way to keep the, the brand active yeah. in a time like this. And I have no plans of it ever being uh, like a four uh, pay, like not, no one would pay for it. Why Why is
1: that? Why wouldn't you charge for it?
0: I, I think that virtual tours Right, unless they're a dollar, two dollars, or I just think that there's so many free entertainment options right now that it would be hard, hard, really hard pressed to get people to pay for it. Mm -hmm. Um, also, I, you know, and I'm not trying to, to say anything bad about the people who are trying to do that. I just think that it's you're competing now with. Everything on the internet. So now Netflix is your competitor. You know, you're not competing with the other tour company down the street or, or this. So, um, I would rather provide value and something really cool for people in a time like this. And perhaps they like the guide or they like the story or maybe yeah. the video editing that went in it. And, you know, they're more likely to tell someone about it who might purchase our tour down down the road.
1: I think that's smart, and I agree with you. You know, I went on the walks Pompeii tour. And the tour guide was phenomenal. I like absolutely so passionate about Pompeii and the history and the town. And if ever, ever I'm in that part of the world, I would totally want to have that tour guide in that company. And all right, I did pay 10 bucks for the tour because I wanted to help that company out. But that's the thing, we work in the industry, we're more inclined to support this. If I was a member of the public, I probably wouldn't.
0: It's exactly that. So I've now taken two Airbnb experiences online, like a virtual experiences, what they're calling them. And they were both really cool. And yes, I paid for them, but I think that's, you know, it's like going to see, you know, your friend at the pub, right. Where you'd rather go there and, and just support the industry itself versus, you know, our first tour did really well. You know, all of my family and former coworkers and everyone wanted to see it and, and that's cool, but I don't know how many would have actually paid for it. You yeah. know, the audience retention that we've had now that we've done it three weeks has been good. But again, that first one, it was, you know, a lot of the industry trying yeah. to see what what it is. So yeah. for me, I like the idea of of providing value. And I think that that's, that's something that a lot of tour companies right now, I don't feel like are are doing. And I think that that's a, a mistake. You yeah. know, give everything away for free right now. You know, I know that that's not... Good for revenue, but I think that in the end, the growth that you could potentially see based on the free value now is it has a higher value than what you would do uh, in growth revenue right now, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah,
1: it does. And I like what you're doing with your digital fundamentals, your foundations, working on your SEO. I mean, these are the jobs that we all know need working on, but we don't find time to do it when we're leading our tours or it's like one of those jobs that we hate doing. I mean, SEO, SEO is boring. That's well, I think it's boring. <laughs> it's, it's vital, but it's, it's not the most exciting of tasks.
0: Exactly. Right. You know, our SEO the on page is optimized. It does, it does really well, Yeah. but you know, we need to write blogs, right? And yeah. I, I am, a, I'm a control freak. So, right. and, and I can write, so, before I knew that I needed to write more blogs, but you know, the team has to get out there and I'm managing tours and guests and emails. And so now being able to sit down and write, you know, the thousand to, you know, 3000 word blogs, it's, it's easier to do now. And I think that focusing on that right now will, you'll see growth from those uh, blog posts in two years rather than, you know, like sitting around and trying to get someone to buy a $10 virtual tour, right? I, I see I see more more value in in writing the blog that will essentially be there as a piece of content forever.
1: Yeah. Or or even you know, the money you spend on creating the virtual tour, if you use that to go on a blog writing course or an SEO course, or even a Facebook ads course, you know, it's gonna have better long-term results. I often think of the digital side of things, other than paid advertising as it's like when you go to the gym, right? I'm someone who's trying to lose some weight. I'm trying to go to the gym more. I'm trying to work up more. I'm trying to eat better. You don't go to the gym one day and suddenly, you know, you're ripped, right? I mean, I wish... it's a year two years whatever and i think it's the same with seo you know and and you know blogging it's things that will pay off in the long term but you don't see those immediate results and i think that's why it's difficult for entrepreneurs as opposed to running a facebook ad you can see pretty quickly if you if that's successful and you're gaining engagement but the kind of free digital work that we need to do the, the non-paid stuff is uh, it's all long term
0: right absolutely i think If I could give any advice to anyone that's listening right now that doesn't know what to do in in this time, it would be that specifically to learn something about SEO or just anything digital that Mm -hmm. you can create now. I would invest time into that specifically because it will compound down the road. And you might not see it now, but in 18 months time, that thousand-word blog post that you put out about, you know, the five things not to do on a New Orleans trip could get you (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Right. (laughs) That's yeah. That was a hint for everybody. Yeah. So that post will get you so many potential customers over such a long period of time. And understanding why you should write it. And specifically there, you know, there's a way to write that that blog post to allow yourself to be found. You you're know, right. So and, yeah. <clears throat> learning that I think right now is it's invaluable. So even though it might seem frustrating that, you know, you're not putting a tour out or you know, your revenue is, is down to essentially for me, it's it's zero. You know. Yeah. It's technically I'm in the negative because we had to issue refunds all the way. Yeah. We had bookings through the beginning of June when this all happens. So, week over week, I'm you know I'm watching <laughs> dollars disappear. But yeah, that that would be my advice to, to anyone from someone that does well in the in the digital market. That that would be it to to work on that understanding Facebook ads better, SEO better, blogging better, Instagram stories is is a big one too.
1: Yeah, what's been a course that you've taken that? you know, you really recommend to people when it comes to digital marketing? Is there one that stands out?
0: Um, so I've been watching, I'm kind of in the rabbit hole of Skillshare right now. And I'm not endorsed by them. I'm not putting it. Like, I think if you go, if anyone uh, goes to Skillshare right now, I believe they're giving away two months for free. Um, right. If not on my Facebook page, there's a link and that, that would get you two, free months. And type in, you know, SEO training and there's uh, two different um, individuals who have something like 40,000, you know, it's not followers. I forget what the verbiage is there. uh, It's not students either, but people who are actively taking the the class, the classes they put out. It's really good. And it's broken down into, I'd say our classes, they're all a little bit different. You can do one for 30 minutes, but they break it down into sections of anywhere from like six to 15 minute clips. So you don't need to feel like you sit down for hours and hours watching this. You can watch two 15-minute clips, and then it saves your spot. And you go back. It's uh, it's it's really cool. That's where I'm at right now. I've watched a lot of uh, a lot of Skillshare um, things for that.
1: I love this because you probably saw on the Facebook group uh, the last few days, I'm trying to build this directory, Tourpreneur Approved, which is resources recommended by tour operators for tour operators. And I want to create that because there are so many people out there that have courses which are full of filler, basically, and not very good and charging top dollar. And I really want to have this resource where I can add Skillshare and say, yeah, Brian Brian Kane of... Crawl New Orleans recommends Skillshare for SEO. And then people can email you and just say, hey, you know, know, what's this, what's that? And you can say, oh yeah, it was really good for helping me with blogs, whatever it may be. And I think that's something I really want to create in this space because none of us have any money to waste. And I know you said it was two months free, but still, we don't, you know, we also don't, although we all have a lot of time right now, we can waste it on a lot of things that are not going to give us the results.
0: Absolutely. I did see that thread. And I think that it's awesome, you know, to, to have that, that it's essentially like co-signed by someone who's in, in the industry. And by yeah. all means, um, you know, my email address is brian with an I at crawlneworleans.com. If anyone has any questions, I'm, I'm super happy to, to answer and just provide. I think that there's a lot of value in providing free anything, yeah. advice, content, um, whatever it is. So I'm, I encourage people to reach out.
1: But I'm also happy to pay. Like if you said to me, oh, yeah, Skillshare, best thing I ever did for SEO, blog writing, and you tell me that, I'm happy to go pay for it because you've told me that. Whereas if it's some kind of, you know, funnel email that's landed in my inbox from somebody who I don't know, and, you know, it's $497, we've all done it, right? We've all spent top dollar on courses that actually weren't very good. And, uh, you know, so this, you know, I don't mind paying for it. If another tour operator tells me, you know, the word of mouth, it, it works. Brian, thanks a million for giving us some of your time today, dragging you away from your SEO and your <laughs> blog writing. <laughs> <laughs> and I would, uh, I'd love to invite you back on. I really want to hear more about your story of your travels around the world, working in this sphere. And also you tell me you're a touring musician. So I'm really excited to learn how all those experiences are helping you build your business.
0: Well, Shane, thank you very much. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I listen to your podcast, so being on it is is an honor. It'll be interesting listening to myself back because I will, and, and I look forward to the other people that are in uh, tour operators that'll be in this segment as well, and just trying to you know get some knowledge from them. So, uh, thank you very much. It was an honor.
1: Thank you, sir. Now, I, now I want a hurricane. I'm <laughs> in oh, the mood man. for a drink. Right? New Orleans, right?
0: <laughs> that's uh, that's the truth.
1: Yeah, it's only 11:28 a.m. I'll have to hold off. Cup of tea it is. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers mate.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Shane. Thanks for listening to the Torpreneur podcast. Be sure to visit torpreneur.com to join the conversation and access the show notes including links to the resources mentioned on today's episode. This is Torpreneur.